growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the stream. The leaves and two, the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. And Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a breeze up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you keep going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. Good morning. Man, it feels weird. I'm, uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like I've been in front of this microphone for a while. Good morning. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com on all your podcast platforms, 24-7-365. My name is TJ Graney, and in the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. This is like a dream day for you, isn't it? It is, kind of. I mean, you you have all your favorite men in one (laughs) area. You got Road Rash, which is like your favorite. And then you got your second favorite, me. And also sitting with us is your third favorite i mean he he's bronze bronze medalist john michael <laughs> bronze, that's all good we can, we'll take medal. what we get at this point it's good so yes in the in the bunkhouse is john michael aka skunk dog he's kind yes. of working his Hello, way we've made it he's we've kind made of it. working his way into this thing and he's thinking like i'm gonna die off or what <laughs> Yeah, or me. <laughs> Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure everything gets set up right, gets the gate open, gets the old pot belly stove fired up, gets the foil on the old wire coat hanger out front, that gets the signal out to you, the regulators, the folks that join us every week for this show. And thank you for that. Thank you for sharing this uh, radio show podcast with your friends we appreciate you very very much oh man froggy morning this morning it wasn't that it wasn't that it wasn't as bad as i've seen it foggy yeah oh, it, it was more bad from, towards me yeah yeah well you got to cross the river that whole ri- river thing is it's where that frog comes from i think so it's uh it's hard not to say frog it's weird <laughs> that we're both in the 
bunkhouse this morning after last week, both you and I, for the first time in many, many years. Yeah, like 39 years I ago. Think, I think we were even in Africa. Didn't we do the show live from Africa? We did do it live from Africa, from the dining room table yeah. in Africa. Yet we were at Lake Sam Rayburn in East Texas, didn't have enough service to do the show remotely from there, but <laughs> we we could do it from Africa. <laughs> Maybe that's a sign. Well, it's East Texas. So East Texas. Deer hunting year-round there, baby. Last week we no. didn't do the show. Just and, and neither one of us, yes, you are kidding. That is, we are not a legal biting. <laughs> uh, we offer no legal advice. No legal advice. Uh, but we, it's the first time that we'd both kind of just like, we were fishing. We fished yeah. a tournament. And yep. we'll talk more about that. But you and let's I just. Let's do talk more about that. Let's. I mean, in the next segment. Yeah. The fishing segment. When, when you have um, mic issues and I can explain really what happened. No, I'm kidding. But the uh, it was the first time that we'd both just kind of like, okay, like not tried to micromanage, even though we weren't there, the whole operation. We just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Well, there was a was couple nice. of key things. One is road rash. Right. We knew he was going to be here. So we knew that something would happen for those two hours. A replay, a record, record. Yeah. Hi, this is the Outdoor Zone with Road Rash. Uh, and we knew Beef was going to be here. So there would be plenty of available words flowing out of somebody. Whether they meant anything. Yeah. Made any and sense. then... Uh, and then Mrs. Graney yes. was excited about coming in. Yeah, that was a little scary. She was she was very excited. excited, but she loves it. You know, uh, she, she loves it say. like once or twice a year. Right. Then that's it. But not, not once f- or twice a year, not fifty. I mean, she times. got up at like five a.m. and went and got tacos. She brought y'all tacos, didn't she? Yeah. She, she went to Bucky's and bought tacos. What? Yeah. And so. <sighs> So everybody, you know, like like mom's coming. All right, you know. So uh, and then of course, uh, Skunk Dog was in the house, and uh, it's been like three weeks in a row, like butter. We just went smooth. It was awesome. (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. though, I will say, the next generation has moved into the the millennial breakfast last week. The we millennial. had the whole situation, man, it went smooth as could be. There was not a flaw in it, I'll tell you what. But that's, I mean, that's me saying that, but, I mean, that's I how it to always it. goes. It know? went well. I did, not I, here, we're I did not listen to it. You should. You I, should. I highly I'm recommend. I'm going to let it be. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> I highly recommend you listen to episode It'll be 847. Five star. Five star on any podcast site you check it out on. Highest rated yeah, episode. Because he went through. He knows how to give himself stars. He went through. And, <laughs> yeah. It's the only one that's ever been rated. Yeah, he's got some kind of computer Pushed program. Pushed it out to all of my followers. <laughs> hey, guys, go check out my, you know. Give me five stars. That's how we well, do it. Well, uh, you know what? And I'm, I'm fine with that. You I'm just hired. Did. I'm here. I'm here. You're not getting rid of me now. Well, Five stars, baby. Come on. I like that you're here. Uh, so anyway, make the same paycheck I make. Skunk Dog is uh, 
so I got yeah, I got both my sons in here. <clears throat> That's a big thing for uh, for pops. Um, so speaking of other guy, uh, CJ, uh, my son-in-law, your brother-in-law. His truck was parked in my driveway this morning when I left. That man, every that, single he is day. in the bow stand after that big deer on our property. On is the that back. he? I meant to call and him, and you know why he's there, right? He called me back yes, or he called me yesterday. He's been calling me almost every single day, giving me he updates. Wa- well, he wants to know when you're going to be there because he wants to kill it before you get there. And and old, I went out and yesterday got full new twelve. Cut arrows, what? all the newest arrows, all the newest broadheads, everything. Got my bow tweaked. Everything's ready to go. No. They wouldn't let me shoot it at Cabela's. Because it's a... Well, they said that they said there was a couple different reasons as to why I couldn't <laughs> shoot. They were like, well, <laughs> it's not an open range. yet. We have to adjust something for you to be able to shoot. And I was like, okay, that's fine. <clears throat> but I went back to my place and I thought... You know, if I go put the target on top of my garage and roof. walk twenty, you know, twenty feet this way, put this back here down this green belt area. There's no apartments. There's no dog park no, behind it. I don't uh, want to talk. I don't know that we should discuss this. Well, I didn't do bow. it. End of the day, I didn't end up doing okay. it. But the thought was there. Okay. I didn't do and it. I'm telling you, it was me. I, I didn't do that it. That target wasn't mine. <laughs> But regardless, all of that being said, it is a matter of time before I'm out there. We got three days, two days. Tuesday, I'm there. Really, one full day. So, CJ, when you listen to this, just know I'm right on your tail, and I'm coming out there, and I'm going to get me one before you get it. We can track him because I have the camera going back there on his feeder, and we'll know if that deer comes in today. So anyway, that was good. I spent. Both, uh, y'all are both gonna miss out because I'm gonna go run up there with that old high beam and run them off. I was gonna say spotlight them, but that would be illegal. <laughs> I, joking. So of course. Uh, so few people know, but um, I live across the street from the former chief Texas Ranger. The guy across that owns the land across from me was the former chief director of Texas Rangers. And uh, I bumped into him last night. He was doing some stuff with his tractor out front, and he needed some help. So I ran out there to help him with his tractor. And we got to talking in his driveway. And uh, you know who was in charge of the uh, David Koresh Davidian uh, whole thing that went down there. You thought it was the ATF, and you thought it was the FBI. God. Well, that was one of the guys in charge. <laughs> of it. You want to go straight to the top? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was uh, they were they did the investigation, and yeah. uh, and so we talked about that, and then we talked about you know that billboard that. Uh, when you're going into Bastrop, there's that billboard of that. Have you seen this guy, this young guy? And it's a, a bill, a billboard for a missing guy. And he's been gone missing like for 20 years. No, I, I don't so pay attention now. You know, the signs that say, did this work? 
I always reply no. <laughs> well, <laughs> did this see, sign work? That is so no. wrong because yes, it did. No, uh, but the um, they uh, so he disappeared in Bastrop somewhere, and his parents were looking for him. Well, like six months ago, some kids were walking the Colorado River and found a jawbone on a sandbar in the middle of the river. That is my worst fear. And that was his. No. Yeah. And so there's the investigation. Now, that's not a Texas Ranger one, but that's just like a, oh, my gosh. Can we just, like, plan one day a week where I get to just sit and listen to I'll tell Texas you about the ranger stories. I'll tell you about the scariest thing I found while out in the water fishing recently, or somewhat recently, and I may have discussed it on here before, but it's a good one. Hey, you just look in the water and you see a face looking up at you. No, no that's <laughs> that's just weird. I'll tell you what's not weird. McBride's guns, the way society is pounding on our rights, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. No time like the present. Visit McBride's Guns. They're Austin-owned and operated full firearm service dealer. Go see our friends at McBride's. They've got what you need, the ammo, the guns, a gunsmith on-site. McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532. Or online, McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns. Yeah, they're our hometown gun shot. All right, coming up uh, after this break, we're going to talk a little bit of fishing, and I'm going to get to tell my part of the story on the tournament series that I got to participate in. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. That's right. All I can tell you right now, if you're a fisherman, you got to hear this. The magic word is June bug. Oh, gosh. All right, we'll be right back after this. The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. So, but it can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. Oh, Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the Buckhouse. I'm T.J. Graney, your host. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. Hey, Iconic Ram powers yours from crew cabs, quad cabs, lone stars to heavy duties. It doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection, and we're ready. The most awarded truck on the road is the Ram, and it's been named the back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. And now, Maxwell Supercenter, we've got truckloads of new Rams with more on the way. So if you want a new Ram, we've got it at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So before the break, I'll just mention this quickly, that uh, the scariest thing, we were talking about finding that jawbone in the river, or those folks found that jawbone in the river. Well, I was fishing a tournament. Uh, a year or two ago, a couple of years ago, and I probably t- told the story, so I'll keep it brief, but I was just going, we were fishing an urban area, a city kind of metropolitan area, and I was going back to this backwater area to check it out because uh, there wasn't much information on the map, but it looked like there's a bunch of water under this bridge, you know, behind this bridge. And I thought if I could figure out how to get back there and 
and uh, it's super shallow. But if I could figure out how to get back there, maybe there's some deeper water and some fish in it. So I'm idling back there, and it's kind of late, too. I kind of decided to do this late in the evening and uh, or afternoon. And I'm going idling under this bridge. And, I mean, there's a mud trail behind me. It's super shallow. i got my big motor on. I'm just idling really slow in case I get stuck. I'm not super stuck. And uh, all of a sudden, and something catches my motor and, like, kills my motor. My motor goes out, so I, I'm like, oh, that's not good. That didn't sound good. And I trim up my motor, and I had wrapped up a blanket. And I had just gone under this bridge, and I wrapped up a blanket in my motor. And there was an arm in it? No, I, but that was my fear <laughs> is that I'm going to unravel this, and there's going to be like a, a ligament fall out of it or a body in it, you know, because it was just a one corner of it. Yeah, like there, th- it was a freak, and it was right below a bridge. I mean, I sucked Right where up you'd a, find something Right like where that. somebody would take a body and uh, wrapped up in a blanket and throw it over the edge of the so, bridge into the water. So that was kind of a freaky deal. So I was listening to the radio no last night. No remains were found. So I was listening to the radio last night, and we'll talk to f- fishing in a second, but I was listening to the radio last night, and they, uh, Hoff, Hoffa, Jimmy Hoffa, the gangster out of New York that disappeared, nobody ever found him. Well, he was killed by other, but they, this guy on his deathbed told his son, and now his son's old, and he finally said, yeah, they stuffed him in a barrel, and he's buried out here, and they took the uh took radar and they scanned over this and they found these barrels and they're getting a search warrant now to go back and dig them up because they think that's where a bunch of gangsters are buried they'd stuff them in barrels and seal them and bury them yeah and it was on a uh it was on an epa super site you know where they buried like chemicals and stuff like that and they would just yeah, you cross us, we're going to put you in a barrel. I'll make you disappear for two generations <laughs> before they dig you up. And there ain't going to be a lot left of you. So, I mean, unless we seal the barrel just perfectly. <laughs> then there might be. So hold your breath. <laughs> it's going to be a while before we get back to you. Here's a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, that's Eat terrible. Eat it slow. Uh, so we were on... We fished the TTO Pro Team last week on Lake Sam Rayburn. <laughs> Gosh, that was terrible. Uh, it's all outdoors related, you know, dirt. Yeah, stuff underground. Yeah, yeah, blankets. Yeah, people, bodies. Uh, we're on Lake Sam Rayburn at the TTO Pro Team last week. And Thank you for taking me or letting me do that. Two practice days, two and tournament days. And I didn't have days. to pay any of the entry fees, so you, it was no, you didn't just perfect for, for me. I mean, you didn't pay for crap. Uh, hey, no, hey, hey, I'm hey. I'm just kidding. You okay. bought dinner. You bought dinner every night. Right. It was wonderful. Frog legs. All you could eat frog legs. Yeah, that was interesting. Spectacular. Yeah. It shrimp and, yeah, shrimp and frog legs. Yeah. We went to Carleen's, and they had the... Uh, Buffet. Saturday night buffet. That, that was in East Texas. Yeah, it was good. It was killer. Of uh, course, I had to take t- 
two cholesterol tablets that day. Yeah. Well, after that. That's good. You need to take more fiber. That'll <laughs> lower your cholesterol. Um, so, <laughs> I'm serious. That's a whole conversation we could have. Uh, so, we fish. All right, folks. After this, fractures. we'll talk fiber in your diet. <laughs> it Coming lowers up. cholesterol. That's all I'm saying. It lowers cholesterol. Uh, so... I, and I'm not a doctor, so don't take that as. Oh God! Another disclaimer. Every every episode, every segment, we need a disclaimer. Can't hardly say anything these days. So, but on the first day of the tournament, yeah. I caught fish. Now, I admit that during the tournament, the majority of the fish that I caught that were the first ones in the live well were called out by you later. Right. But I did feel like, except second day, some of my fish stayed in the boat. Yeah. Uh, I did feel like I participated. Like You've participated I the whole time. really helped. You did great. You did fantastic. And all so, you, he gave me one poll. No, I gave with, me three. You ended up with three. Right. But I only really threw one thing. You backlashed. No, I'm kidding. No, I got all that out. Yeah. I did good. I did good. So, uh... <laughs> We had found little grass patches, which the grass is not very healthy on Lake Sam Rayburn. The fish, are, I mean, the fish are plentiful. Yeah. Plenty of fish around. But we'd found these little grass patches in like 8 to 10 foot of water along a creek channel. I mean, it was textbook, fall time, big fish pattern. And we saw some big fish in practice, jumped off some good ones and, and looked at a couple. Uh, but didn't beat it up, obviously. And then we go back during the tournament. Welcome to tournament time. And you can't get a fish over three. We couldn't catch a fish over three pounds. No, we were hammering them. We caught the fish. There were numbers. But they were just not that so next well, level up, which we needed to have. Welcome to a tournament. And energy-wise, and um, I mean, even though this was a lot less practice, a lot less... Uh, 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 it, one day less of a tournament um, energy wise compared to climbing a mountain it'll wear you out too won't it oh yeah oh yeah it took everything to to do it yeah so it, uh, but just uh, John Michael skunk dog uh, we'll talk about climbing mountains at some point but the uh, he needs to go on a hike Okay, because that was the previous conversation before y'all left was which one would be harder is well I know and that's what I'm saying and and he continues to have not understand uh, uh, yes I I don't I wouldn't want to do a be a tournament angler and do six mountains a year or twelve. Right. Or 14. Right. That That is where I give credit. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. I also give credit to Sun Auto because everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. But we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. They're family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Uh, they take care of your vehicles. They'll do anything from full service uh, ASC certified technicians take care of it for your regular maintenance to your major repairs. Locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Check out all the deals and specials at Sun Auto Service. 
com. All right, regulators. Hey, when we come back, news of the weird. It feels like we've already been doing news of the weird for like the whole show already. It will it's probably been news continue. of the weird the whole show. Yeah. So, but we'll be back in a minute. Hey, we're 24 7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms. It's the Outdoor Zone. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to T.J., Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. Hey, track us on all your favorite podcast platforms uh, at The Outdoor Zone. And it's a Sunday, so if you want to go get you some good brunch or some good food today, check out Austin's hottest new restaurant, The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really good selection of oysters. They have a pet-friendly patio and music all the time. So go ahead and go check it out. Don't miss their fabulous desserts as well, including spiced chocolate cake, key lime tartlet, tres leche, summer cheesecake, and house-made ice creams and sorbets. It's fantastic. On a Sunday afternoon, great place to go and stop by. They have wonderful house-made bread, po'boys, everything you could imagine, anything you would want. Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Check them out online at theshoreatx.com. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Three people are dead. Hundreds are injured after inclement weather roused hordes of venomous scorpions out of their hiding places and into the streets and homes. A Mrs. Granny told me last night that she puts out those sticky pads out there. And uh, she said, oh, there's a new scorpion on one of the pads. Vicious rain, dust storms, and snow in the southern southern city of Aswan last week drove out scorpions as well as snakes. Al-Haram, a government-run Egyptian newspaper, reports three people have died from scorpion stings and 450 people have been injured by the stings thus far. BBC News reports citing an unnamed health official. Those who have been injured are being treated with anti-venom in hospitals as well as medical centers that are located in more remote areas, according to Al-Haram. Health officials have even called in doctors who were on vacation to help treat the influx of patients. In meantime, residents are being asked to stay inside their homes. Ashraf Atai a Swan governor also limited traffic for a time, closing local highways to prevent accidents during the limited mobility in the rain, the outlet reported. Scorpion stings can be lethal. The Egyptian fat-tailed scorpion, a species found throughout North Africa in particular, has been described as one of the most deadly in the world, according to the St. Louis Zoo. 
So we got scorpions around here. Have you been? Yeah, another. Have you been stung by one? Yes. Here twice, as uh, last year. Me as a too. In fact, I got uh, while this I was year. building my house. Yeah, I got stung this year working on the farm. Have you been stung by one here? Mm, you mm, were. No, he not. was stung by one as a baby. No, that was Taylor. No, he was. No, it was your little sister. I don't know. I was. I, I was I, if it did happen, I was a baby, like you said. So I do. Not, I mean, I can remember one Next time. Next to the big chair in the living room, blue carpet. I tell you, you misbehave. I'll sting you again. As scorpions and snakes, uh, another article out by the Hill points out that as scorpions and snakes change hunting grounds, scientists warn of more abrupt climate events. So they they're just popping out because of the weather. It's changing. Uh, 1.5 degrees the world is uh, going to change okay and so scorpions and snakes are going to move i don't like spiders and snakes but that ain't what it takes to love you i so, don't i don't you don't know that song no oh man so uh, the local scorpions around here they sting and their sting is really painful or can be really painful yeah, if they hurts. do a good job like I got on my arm and my tongue went numb and you yeah. know, but it it's it wasn't a death sentence for me. I mean, I've Your been tongue st- went numb a little bit. Yeah, was that when we were moving that tree stand? Is that what you decided? No, it was? so that it was. I don't think that was a scorpion. I think that was a bee. Yeah, I got zapped there too. Well, your tongue goes numb every time. It seems like that's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> well, out. Well, that's well, like anaphylactic. You need an epipen, bro. No. I yeah, that's like pen. what that means, anaphylactic shock. Yeah, because it's swell. Well, it didn't. It, I guess swell if it up. swells is when you'd need I to stick yourself. I could just feel. I could just feel on the sides of it that it was a little bit numb. It's just because it's I'm normal. a sensitive guy and I can feel things. So yikes! That's I think not that true. was a red hornet, <laughs> but Fernando building my house, helping me build my house last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, metal worker. I have a barnuminium. And I had the metal structure built. I built the rest of it, but it had the outside metal frame built. And uh, Fernando thought it was hilarious as I'm framing uh, the inside and they're finishing up the outside. Uh, When he would find a scorpion, Fernando would let it crawl on his hand and around his hand and say, they don't sting you, Cody. It's okay. And... (laughs) Uh, Watch, I eat this one. And he did this like three or four times because I'd be like, kill it. Get rid of that. I do not want, do not play with the scorpions. And I come in one morning and Fernando goes, hey, the scorpion, he stung me hard. <laughs> and all day it's like, my hand is hard. I can't, me hurt. I can't feel my hand. I don't play with scorpions no more. <laughs> he's like, and then all day he's like, ah, oh, you you know, and he's having his helpers help him a lot more than they were because he'd got zapped by a scorpion finally. I said, see, Fernando, that's why you don't play with scorpions. So don't play with scorpions, even if they, you know, don't necessarily. Even if they look just cute and Well, you used to fun. be able to nip the little ends of their tails off and then you could well, play with st- them. But still, who wants to do that? Who does that? Who is sick enough to do that? That's the, like that's like taking kids, the venom out of a rattle. Not like, everybody as kids yeah, you did that. Snip the no. end of the tail off and you no. let them crawl and you throw them on your buddies and you're like, oh look out! Well, scorpion. I can see doing Isn't that. Isn't that but. like how uh, 
what do they say, psychopaths start out as... No, that's... Oh. Been a while since I've done it. You're on a list now, skunk dog. <laughs> be aware, be aware if you've got bats in your home. That's the message from Illinois Department of Health as it announced that an 80-year-old man died of rabies after waking up to find a bat on his neck. It's the first human case of rabies in the state since 1954. The man refused rabies treatment at the time of the incident in mid-August, health officials said in a press release. A month later, he started experiencing rabies symptoms such as neck pain, headache, difficulty controlling his arms, finger numbness, and difficulty speaking. I must have rabies then. Because I'm just dealing with all that stuff right now. It could be. But rabies exposure is far more common. 60,000 Americans receive post-exposure treatment every year. Without prompt treatment, though, the viral infection, the nervous system, and and is typically, it's typically fatal. Lake County Health Department Executive Director Mark Fister said the case of the man who died this week emphasizes the need for more public health awareness of the risk of rabies. Rabies infections in people are rare in the United States. However, once symptoms begin, rabies is almost always fatal, making it vital that an exposed person receive appropriate treatment to prevent the onset of rabies as soon as possible. I had no idea. It was like that. First of all, first of all, let's start you? from the very beginning on yes. this. This guy wakes up in bed with a bat on his neck. Where are you living? Did he ha- isn't he's in Georgia? I know, but what? No, he's in Illinois. Yeah. Well, that figures. Probably in Chicago. He's a caveman. No, where is he caves. living though? What circumstance? It's in a house with his window open. I've seen bats around apartment complexes but and stuff. They're everywhere. Inside? Not well. Where you see him on the on the ceilings in the hallways. Yeah, sometimes. that's fine. But you got. I mean, you're 84. What do you? You leave your door open half the time. I feel like. <laughs> Who knows if one just you just give up in at 84? <laughs> they fluttered in there. I don't know. I was just. <clears throat> I didn't know that neck pains, headache, not being able to control your arms. I thought it was you got afraid of water. <laughs> Isn't, isn't wasn't that the big thing? Like I just you're hydrophobic. You got afraid of water. If you yeah, you're rabies. hydrophobic. You don't like water if you have rabies. I thought you just foamed at the mouth. That was it. It was just like, <laughs> and then you attack people and you try and eat their neck and you try and bite them like yeah. a vampire. Hey, save like a pro. Now Maxwell GMC with more best in class features and savings on every new GMC in stock. Get your new GMC here with hundreds of incredible vehicles if we don't have it our professional great experts in round rock will find it for you niall maxwell gmc team of professionals will take first class care of you they believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship not the end exit 256 in round rock or online niallmaxwellgmc.com see dealer for details because we are professional grade all right coming up next live the brand new reports coming in from our game wardens here in texas and around the country you only get it one place live in the bunkhouse sunday morning seven to nine or 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com This is MLS Pro, Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak.
Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Just as we are every Sunday, you can catch us 7 to 9 live right here. Or catch us on our podcast outlets, all of your favorite podcast outlets like uh, Pandora. Does anybody listen to that? What, what's the <laughs> is that one? even a thing? Spotify. Yeah, Pandora's what yeah, I Spotify, Spotify is the deal. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple SoundCloud. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find, the, find us there. you got to get somebody search. in there like, 30s 20s the outdoor zone search the outdoor zone yep so beef's probably beefsteak's probably fishing right now or uh hunting right now out on the deer lease he killed a bunch of pigs his first run yeah so hopefully he's uh doing everything i remember how he uh said he had this monster buck that he shot he shot a giant buck and made a big deal about it while we were on air Uh uh-huh and then never sent a picture? He sent me a picture. Oh, did he? And uh-huh. then he sends this, like, selfie that's kind of, like... Blurry. It's blurry and <laughs> just has, like, one big antler in front of him. And I'm like, dude, really? Like, he's technologically savvy, and he couldn't figure out how to do a better picture. I think there's something fishy with that. I want to see those <laughs> antlers. I want him to bring that deer in. I want to see him. Well, that's interesting. Huh? No restrictions out there. They can kill all deer they want. That's not true. There are restrictions. There's well, limits. Uh, there's no 13-inch. <laughs> well, you're right. He can shoot five. Okay. There are absolutely he's, restrictions. He's still a little bit this side of East Texas, so <laughs> you're right. In August, a concerned citizen. Hold con- on. It's now, now it's time. time for your Game Warden Field Notes. <laughs> These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. I mean, that's synopsis for the last 20 years we've been playing that song before Game Warden Field Notes. I know, I got caught up in the moment. Some other TV show took it from us and started using it too. Weird. So on Some my cop show on my wedding night, oh lord! I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> you got the delay button. Let's just get Mrs. through this. Granny and you I have two sons ordered pizza. Okay. Well, you can say thank you, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Granny. I ordered pizza and watched uh, cops. That's good. Carry on. Have I told you that story? Yes, uh, ninety-three times. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Bat bit me on the neck last <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm afraid to drink water. In August, a concerned citizen contacted Montgomery County game wardens regarding a neighbor keeping an alligator in his backyard. Who doesn't have an alligator in their backyard? Doesn't sound weird yet. The warden, <laughs> the wardens responded to the home where the alligator was reportedly kept. The homeowner admitted to capturing an alligator four or five feet in length from Lake Conroe, transporting it to show his kids, and then releasing it the next day. The wardens inspected the property and noticed a room full of aquariums. Knowledgeable in aquatic species, one of the wardens identified the animals as freshwater stingrays, which are an invasive species and illegal to possess. Through further conversation, the homeowner also admitted to removing a small alligator snapping turtle from Lake Livingston and keeping it in a tank. 
as the largest freshwater turtle in North America and a threatened species. It's illegal to capture or possess one without a permit like TJ has. After I have the permit. Not not that permit. Yes, I do. do I do, too. No. I think so. You don't. (laughs) I might have that. Turtle trappers. (laughs) I, I have a trapping permit. Not any, any After discussing species. the matter with the homeowner, he agreed to assist game wardens in relocating the animals to a better suited facility. The turtle was donated to Spring Creek Nature Center, which is permitted to possess native species and display them for educational purposes. The stingrays were transported to Moody Gardens to educate the public about different ecosystems and the harm that invasive species can cause to local wildlife. Oh. Well, that's good. How do you do? You have a tank big enough for stingrays? Aren't they usually pretty? big? I think big? they were small. I think yeah, they're these small. are freshwater stingrays. Totally. For, wait, there's freshwater stingrays. Did you not listen to the report? I didn't know there was so freshwater. Did stingrays. you see? Did you see the uh, the jellyfish that were in our pond? Yeah, I caught some and put them in a jar and oh, took them home. Oh, that's right. I have my so trapper's the- license. <laughs> uh, I don't think y'all understand what that license entails. It means I we can trap and license. transport raccoons, turtles, uh, yeah, endangered species. I don't know about endangered transport spe- or keep. Yeah, that's the trick. Is well, I don't know about keeping them. Transporting to my house for a week to show my kids. I don't think see, I feel like, that. I feel like you could have been a part of this story in our childhood. I, the amount of times random it's animals not okay. had shown up. It's not okay for y'all to be talking about this out loud. I'm I, just being honest. You should not have invited both of your sons into the bunkhouse. There was many small pigs <laughs> in fact, and animals that showed up at the house at a young age. But they were all good. They got let go. They're you remember free that, and wild. that feral pig I brought home? Yeah, he <laughs> rammed my RC car. When I was like five years old, golly, I have no clue what you're talking about. My, <laughs> you just admitted it. No, no, I'm saying I don't remember a feral pig ramming your RC car. That guard. little yellow Hummer that you bought me from the grand right. opening of Academy in South Austin when I was like five, you were like, drive it around, see if it chases it, and it just attacked it, and that so. So here's a perfect example, ladies aye, and gentlemen, aye, aye. Of a that wound. you have to ask your kids, <laughs> hey, what did I do when you were little that hurt your feelings? No, because that, you have no clue what you was, did to your kids to warp them out. That was the funny part about it. I wasn't frustrated. I wanted to keep the pig until I saw it did that, and then he... And then you wanted to put it on the grill? Well, he just went away for a while, and... He went away. I, we, I actually let him go. Uh, uh, just carry on. Where we got Let's him. Let's move. Yes, you took him back to his rightful home. And okay. to his mom. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that can keep hogs where they deserve to be. The same place where they came from and not transported to urban areas. No, who would let a wild pig go in Zilker Park anyway? From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you top quality products on all farm and ranch, on the farm and ranch market today. Go see our friends 
Our esteemed stamp of approval guarantees that our products have met superior standards of safety and reliability. FarmRanchStore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. So if a wild feral pig was found in Zilker Park, they would have to shut the park down because it would be hog habitat. They would. So, <laughs> so coming up at the top of the hour, we have got... There's an FF, a live uh, arrest uh, of T.J. Graney. <laughs> there, uh, the, the, we have an FFA teacher, a local FFA teacher, who did an interview with PETA and had her students participate in this interview process with their students. And we're going to talk with her about that and so much more. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 